Hello and welcome back to the Weights and Wine podcast. My name is Netta Veda. I am your host. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Netta, N-E-D-A underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. You can also send me an email at netaveda, N-E-D-A-V-A-E-D-A at gmail.com. If you found this episode helpful or you just really like the sound of my voice, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating. It means a lot to me and I hope you enjoy the episode. Happy Wednesday or whatever day you're listening to this. Welcome back to the Weights and Wine podcast. My name is Netaveda. I am your host. I just finished such a great workout and I feel like you can probably tell in my voice when I just had a killer workout because A, I will flat out just say it and B, because I just have so much energy and I'm so freaking pumped and I, this is what they call like the workout high, the post-workout high, whatever kind of high. (laughs) This is what they're talking about. When you are freaking lifting heavy weights and you hit a PR, even if you don't hit a PR and you just have such a fucking amazing workout, it is the best. It's like one of the best feelings ever. And I am on that high. I go through phases of hitting plateaus and not really wanting to work out, but knowing I have to work out. And that's totally normal. And that's what we're going to transition to today's episode with. But... When you have those really great standout workouts, it's fucking amazing. Today, I did glutes and hamstrings and I hit my, I don't actually know if it's a PR on my hip thrust to be honest, but I know it's one of the higher weighted hip thrusts I've done, so it probably might be my PR. I did 325 for 10 reps and it was amazing. I don't know really what was in me this morning, because I'm still not doing pre-workout, um, just not daily. I take it here and there a few times, but I just wanted to kind of cut back on that. I do my coffee and a little light, very light carb-filled breakfast before I go. So waffles, oats, applesauce, whatever. And I don't know what was in the air because I'm on day two of my period So it's like one of the worst days. (laughs) Like I feel like my world is crumbling and I want to crawl in a hole and die in an oversized hoodie with my hood on and just listen to Taylor Swift all day. But we can't do that because we're adults and that's not practical. (laughs) So instead of doing that, I went to the gym and I don't know what possessed me to just, I was looking at the weights, I was looking at what I did last time. And I'm like, you know what? I've always been toying in the late 200s for the past few weeks now. Fuck it. Let's bump this baby up. Not like by 10 or 20 pounds, like I usually encourage people to do. But I just said, fuck it. And we threw 325 on there and 10 reps for four sets. And my glutes were numb, but I did them. And it was, it just goes to show. And I know I talk about this before. And this is why also like, Just because someone like me or another person in the fitness field tells you something, it's, we need that reminder too. You know, we, or at least I tell people stuff like I do in this podcast, but it's also a good reminder for myself to push myself as well. Because again, I just said I was toying around the high 200s and then I said, fuck it, let's fucking just bump it up because I know I can do it. And that's why your mind is so much stronger because my 
legs and my glutes were like, um, I don't know about that. And my mind was like, you fucking got this. 10 reps, done. And if I can do 10 reps of that, or if you can do 10 reps of something, that means it's a pretty moderate to heavy weight. You can probably go heavier for less reps. So anyway, that little tangent rant is over. It feels so freaking good. If you've never had a workout high, I strongly encourage you to find something to give it to you because it is such an amazing feeling. And I love a good morning workout. I am a morning workout girly. I've been working out in the morning since I first started working out. It's just where I feel my best and where I know I'm more productive. So I do have my lifts in the morning and it's just such a great way for me at least to start the day. So yeah, that's that on that. Um, Chase that workout high. Or there's also like a runner's high, which running is another form of working out. So it's things you've heard before, but strongly encourage the workout high because holy shitballs, I feel like I'm literally on a cloud floating. It's fucking amazing. Other than that, I think the only difference in my life has been that I really, really, really want to start bulking because I'll be honest, maintaining my weight right now for the past few weeks, because I know I said I was going to do it in October, it's been kind of boring and (laughs) I'll be honest, I mean, not that it's boring, it's fun. It's just, I really want to start making gains. And I know I said I would do it until the end of October, but it's like basically a week away. So I might start bulking earlier. I'm just so excited to be fueling my body with more food and then being able to just lift heavier and keep crushing it and keep making progress, especially once winter comes. I mean, there is a reason people bulk in winter, And I feel like it's the perfect time, especially because now that all the seasonal foods are coming out, like everything is apple, pumpkin, it's going to be peppermint soon, gingerbread, all that good stuff. And obviously Thanksgiving. (laughs) We can't forget about that. It's just like the perfect time to do it. So I've been tracking my macros. I haven't been doing it super strictly though. It's been kind of like, I know I'll over or under eat by 100 calories every day. It's never perfect, but that's fine because life isn't perfect and you just have to go with the flow sometimes. Sometimes I don't get as much fats or carbs in. Sometimes I get way over my carbs and fats. But again, we're all about balance over here because balance is key and we love balance. That's that on that. And I'm excited to talk about today's topic. I... (laughs) I said in my last episode or two episodes ago or whatever that I've been writing notes down and episode ideas and topics to talk about for like the past year almost. And this has never come up once, which I think is so funny. I don't know why I thought of it today, but I did. And I was like, I really want to talk about training on your period. And I'm going to start by saying that if you are a male listening to this podcast, because I'll be honest, there's a lot more men listening to this podcast than I thought there would be and that's great it's just funny because I feel like I shit on men every episode but thank you so much for the support I really appreciate it but if you are a man listening to this and the thought of a woman's period freaks you out or gets you skeevy you need to grow a penis and you need to grow a set of balls because women get their period this is not new information you learn this in fifth grade health class for the first time like it's not something super weird or new it's a common thing that happens every month we bleed out for four to seven days once a week every month and it fucking sucks and that's just that so if this topic skeeves you out or makes you uncomfortable and you're a man 
get over it. So let's get right into it. There's a lot of science that goes into training on your period. And I know that I'm very fortunate to be a woman who gets hers on a regular basis. So every four weeks, I know what to expect. My cycle is very consistent. There is some months that it goes and it's fine. I don't really feel anything. I train just the same. There's some weeks that go by and it physically hurts to really even move. And there's some in the middle. So this particular week was interesting because yesterday was my first official day of it. I went to the gym and I left after 10 minutes. Usually if I go to the gym and I'm not motivated, I can warm up. I'll do activation, I'll do something light, and I'm able to kind of push through my workout and it's fine. However, being on my period yesterday, I physically just could not do it. I was getting lightheaded. I don't know what was going on. It was one of the worst days I've ever experienced on it. And again, I'm very fortunate that I don't get severe cramps or any really significant side effects. But for whatever reason, yesterday just was not a good day for it. And that's fine. Today, I did feel a little bit better and maybe it was just really like the motivation or my internal voice that just pushed me to go through the whole workout because I felt so much stronger today and I don't know if there's any actual biological, scientific, psychological, whatever reason for it just being the way it was today, but I could have easily just played victim and I could have said, I didn't have a good workout yesterday. I'm not going to have a good workout today. I'm just not going to go, but I didn't. And this is also something to think about with, with the big rocks. It's that, you know, your health and fitness are a big rock and your period, in my opinion, is a grain of sand because it's something that comes once every few weeks and you live with it, you know, especially by the time you're an adult, you've dealt with it for a few years, you know what to do. And that's that. You know your body the best. No one knows your body like you do. So I don't think it's a good idea to play that victim mentality and to just assume that because you're on your period, you shouldn't train. I think you should absolutely move your body. I'm not telling you to go hit PRs. I happen to do it today. That's not a thing that happens every time I have my period. Or else I will be probably the strongest woman in the world if that happens. But I also don't think it's smart to just lay down and not do anything and not move your body at all because that's not helping you and that's not effective in any way. But to play devil's advocate, I have my lazy period days too. I sit in bed sometimes and I'll just binge watch Real Housewives of New York and call it a fucking day. I'll eat chips. I won't give a fuck really about what I'm doing that day, but it's one day. And I think that we're allowed one day to just chill and be human and be women and just deal with the fucking pain of being on a period and the cramps and the bloating and all the other disgusting stuff that comes with it. But again, back to devil's advocate, you can't do this every single day for every single period. You have to get out of that victim mentality. You have to get out of that whole funk and say, okay, yeah, this fucking sucks right now. I had my day. I had my hour, whatever it is, and I'm going to move on. And that's just kind of like the thing you have to do in life. It's you're going to have shit days. You're going to have shit mornings. You're going to have times where you just don't want to do anything. And that's fine. If it's going to help your mental health to take a day off or take an hour off or just take a break, do it. 
but you can't keep having that mentality of like, I'm this because that, or this always happens to me, or I'm this. Like you can't play a victim and you have to stop and cut that shit out if that's what you do, because that's not how you reach your goals. Go back and listen to my setting smart goals episode, because once you write down your goals and once you set smart and realistic goals, things that are achievable to you, then do it. Take that first step to achieving your goals and keep walking up that staircase until you reach that goal. If you stall, that's fine. Like I want you to picture a staircase with 10 steps and let's say you're killing it, you're crushing it, you're hitting your goals, you're doing great, you're tracking your macros, you're drinking your water, you're sleeping, you're doing X, Y, and Z and then you get your period. So let's say that's like the sixth step. Stay there. Don't go down. Stay on there. Take a second to reset, reframe your mind, maybe take the day off, have a heating pad on your stomach, whatever you gotta do. And then the next day, take the next step. But don't go back and don't hang out at that step the whole time because you still have three more steps to go. Three, four, I forgot what number I said, six steps, whatever. You still have a few more steps to go. And that's how you reach your goals. It's not by doing nothing. And again, training on your period. We'll get into the science behind this. This was just me ranting unexpectedly, which I feel like you should kind of assume by now that that's just what it is when you listen to the Weights and Wine podcast, because I have a balance of ranting and science and just anecdotes and life in general. So welcome. If you're new here, (laughs) this is what it's like. So bottom line for me, if you're on your period, take a day, take the hour. Maybe you don't even need to. Really take the time to understand your body and what it is because your period is going to be different than mine and that's normal. Just because I'm hitting PRs on my hip thrust during my period one time doesn't mean I'm going to do it the next month. Doesn't mean I did it the month before. So just take that with a grain of salt, but also don't limit yourself. If you have your period and it's like, okay, I have a little bit of bloating, but it's not that bad, then stick with your goals and stick with your routine and your schedule and go to the gym or work out or whatever you need to do, but don't do nothing consistently do nothing for like an hour or like half a day or a day because that's normal but all right let's jump into some science okay the first thing that comes up when you google training on your period (laughs) because i don't have like a period fitness expert that i know of to be a guest on this episode so google is our guest (laughs) but i'm pretty sure this is just kind of what experts would say if there were experts on periods and training on your periods but let's just go into it the first thing from helpline.com says there's no scientific reason you should skip out on your workouts during your period in fact there's evidence that exercise can be helpful during this time and then it ends with the bottom line is this continue with exercise but back off on the intensity especially if you're feeling fatigued Which makes sense because think about it when you're on your period. Your body is going through so much. It's literally bleeding out. And again, men, if this makes you queasy, then grow a pair and learn to deal with it because you're going to have a wife in the future, maybe if you're straight. I don't know. But if you're straight, you're going to have a wife in the future. You might have a daughter. You have to learn how to deal with this shit and you have to learn which tampons to get us. Anyway, let's go back. Look at how much stress your body is under, especially during the beginning of your period. Your body is going through a whole fucking lot. And if you add more stress on top of that, which working out in itself is a form of stress on the body, you're like doubling up on the stress. So 
back to what I said from my personal experience in my personal experience rant portion of this podcast. Don't feel like you have to push yourself, but move your body. Don't knock it off completely. And I didn't even think to throw in that, yeah, cramps are a bitch and yeah, they fucking suck. But like just laying down and complaining isn't going to fix it. Put your headphones in, go for a nice walk, listen to a podcast. Weights and Wine is a really good one. And just walk around or walk on the treadmill or go do something light. If you are a lifter like I am, modify your workout. Right now I'm in a bodybuilding phase. So what I did yesterday when I really didn't want to work out was I did a few moves of just moderate to light weights and just repped it out. So it was more of a volume day. But adjust your program and understand that this is your body. This one workout is not going to make or break you. So don't worry about that. Take your time and listen to your body. Literally every other Google search on this, I realize are just ads. So like it's just at the end of it, it's like, oh, but track your period on this app. So I'm going to do three of them because why not? This one is from Hello Clue. And they also just encourage you to not skip strain training while on your period. I'm just going to kind of cliff notes this. It does say though, which is interesting, to watch out for tendon injuries if you're on your fertile days, which I don't think are on your period. So let's scroll through that. Don't beat yourself up in the second part of your cycle. Same thing. Don't like think you're not going to make progress and don't think you're going to plateau or regress. Like One workout, again, is not going to make or break you. Look at where you are in life. One choice you made did not get you to where you are. If you are underweight or if you're overweight or whatever you are, if you're 10 years into fitness or if you're a beginner, one day and one choice did not get you to where you are. It was consistent patterns and habits that you built over time that got you to where you are. So don't beat yourself up. If you miss one workout or have a slightly modified workout just because you're on your period, trust me, it's not a big deal. This website also encourages you to take rest days during your cycle, which again, if you need to take it, go for it because you should have rest days anyway. And if they happen to fall in with your period, then double rest day it up. But don't feel like you can't take a rest day because in general with living a healthy and active lifestyle, you have to take rest, especially if you want to grow muscles. Your muscles need to rest and recover. And that's a big rock as well. So that's also just in general, not just with period training. So men, listen back up. (laughs) You need to take rest days too. And then it just asks you to track your ovulation with the Clue app. So that's one The next one is from Sweat. I don't know if this is, what was her name? She was like one of the first fitness people. Kayla Intestines, it's signs. I don't know if this is that, but anyway, this one says there is no medical reason to avoid training while you have your period. True. Listen to your body and do what feels right for you in in each cycle. Also true, because again, I wasn't crushing my weight and I wasn't hitting PRs last month. I don't know if I will next month because I'm not a psychic, but this month I happen to just hit a PR and a hip thrust. It's not going to be an every time occurrence, but my body told me I could do it today. 
yesterday my body was like, bitch, get the fuck out of the gym and just walk. And I walked like 15,000 steps yesterday between work and just leisure. So listen to your body, your body though, whatever your body is telling you, because yeah, what I do on my period is different than what you do on your period. This website also encourages you to do relaxing yoga poses, stretching, walking or light cardio and lighter strength training on your period, which I think is all great advice as well. Because again, maybe today was just like one of those random days. Because yesterday was pretty much how I felt every time I had my period and I just did lighter weights, high volume, high reps and called it a fucking day. That's usually how I train on my period, which this is what it's saying as well. Again, if you aren't hitting PRs, that's fine. One workout is not going to affect it. Ooh, this is interesting. It goes into exercising during the follicular phase, which is when your period is over. And like, that's the next phase of your cycle. And then this one. Okay, so this one's saying to do like hit, boxing, strength training, like your basic, usual stuff. That's interesting. Okay, I still think you can do those things on your period. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. I just, like, thinking of boxing on my period, especially like, the first two or three days, is sounds like a nightmare and sounds like I would rather be back in a classroom full of 25 screaming children than to do that. But if, listen, you do you. Like, I'm sure people will say the same thing about hitting a PR on hit thrust. Like, ew, I would never do that on my period. But to each their own. And again, at the bottom, it says download the sweat app to track your period. So that's two of three. And I found this one and I use this app actually to track my period. And this is hashtag not sponsored. I just love this app. It's called Flow, F-L-O. It has like a feather next to it. It's pink. It's super cute. And I love it. This article gives you benefits to exercising during your period, which I didn't even think about. So automatically, I like this one the most, aside from the fact that I use this app too. But on their website, they talk about how, I mean, let's just, let's get right into it. Being on your period is a bitch. You are bloated. You're cramping up. It hurts sometimes and the intensity varies. You want to murder your boyfriend one minute and then the next minute you want him to just wrap his arms around you and give you the biggest hug. You get nauseous at the sight of food one second and the next second you want an extra cheesy garlicky pizza. Like, I don't even know how to begin to explain this. And men, you've probably witnessed this at least once in your lifetime, a woman on her period. It's fucking like the Tasmanian little devil like it's wild and let's not forget about being depressed all the time mood swings irritability fatigue and nausea so yeah we have to deal with this once a month every month for the rest of our lives or at least until menopause or if you get pregnant in between but until then this app does say that exercising on your period can alleviate some of these symptoms, which I am someone, and this is going to be my personal opinion, so don't come at me. I would rather do anything I can than have to rely on a pill or medicine or something. Like, I just don't like to automatically resort to Tylenol or Advil, which apparently they say don't take Advil during your period because it 
thins out your blood and it makes you like extra sensitive or extra bloody or something like that but that's just what I heard a few years ago but I'm just not someone who takes medicine and I really try and stay away from that I would rather do other things to alleviate pain than to rely on pills or whatever the doctor over-the-counter CVS right whatever they tell me to do so I think that this website says to well I don't think I'm reading it (laughs) They say that what you can do to help alleviate these symptoms are walking, lighter cardio exercises, or aerobic exercise. So that would include jogging, cycling, swimming, anything else. Strain training. Ooh, I like this. It says, if you're up for it, try some gentle strength exercises and consider lighter weights than you might normally use. That's interesting, which makes sense. And then gentle stretching and balancing. So like yoga. I personally think that these are much better alternatives if you are someone who has really bad periods and just really struggles with getting through them. And if you don't want to take pills or rely on anything like that either, I think doing these types of movements will really be beneficial as well. And then they also say things to avoid. So things to avoid would be like strenuous or prolonged exercise, inversion type yoga poses. And it flat out said if you're feeling unusually fatigue nauseous or there is an increase in pain or discomfort, stop what you're doing and rest. Which again, you already know this by now. Take the time to rest and listen to your body. Don't like, don't think that just because you're resting, you're not doing enough. Because actually, your muscles need that rest. And I feel like I said this already in this episode, but listen to your body. You know your body, and your body knows you more than anyone in the entire world. And if you need to rest, take a fucking rest. Like, it's really not that big a deal. But also, if you feel up for the gym, go to the gym. Don't push yourself and don't think that you need to do all these crazy different things. But go get a workout in and then carry on. And then in two or three days, we'll be back to normal. Like it's really such a short amount of time. It's really not that serious what you do for one or two days in the cycle. My throat is shot. <laughs> My voice hurts. Um, That was a lot of talking. And usually I kind of break up the recording into segments. And I think that was the first time I ever talked straight through for 10 plus minutes in that last bit. Training on your period is a bitch and being on your period in general is a bitch. So that's going to be one of my first favorites of the week. Women out there, you fucking rock. The fact that we have to deal with this bullshit every month is insane. But the fact that we get through it and we don't complain and we don't bitch around and we actually, no matter how bad our cramps are or whatnot, we still go to work, we go to school, we still tend to our children, we still cook and clean and we get shit done because that's just the type of bitches we are let's fucking go women out there you all fucking rule men you don't (laughs) i'm totally kidding if you are a man out there and you are one of those who genuinely understands your girlfriend or sister or mom or whoever whatever female in your life is being a little let's say not themselves for lack of a better word and to be politically correct if they're not being themselves for a few days out of the month and you're supportive and you just decide to pick up 
a Snickers bar for them or to do something nice to maybe cook them dinner once or whatever, you rock and and keep it up because it is appreciated when y'all understand what the fuck we go through. On that note, my two favorites of the week, obviously women because what I just said. And the second favorite I have is I I live in New York and it's slowly but surely transitioning into winter, which I love because I freaking love winter. I know I'm part of the minority that genuinely loves winter. And I'm not sorry about that. <laughs> I love a good crew neck or a high sock. Like I have the Nike, I have the basic Nike ones on now and I love putting them over leggings or with shorts. I think it's just, they're so comfortable. And I think they look so cute and yeah, socks. And <laughs> I feel like, you know, you're getting old when you start liking socks, like <laughs> I don't think I ever appreciated socks when I was younger, but anyway, (laughs) long socks are great, and I ripped out the winter jacket already because it's fucking cold, and I hate getting sick, so shout out to socks, shout out to long socks, shout out to winter coats, shout out to things that keep you warm because I'm not trying to get sick over here, I don't want the flu, I don't want to get sick all winter. I'm manifesting that, I'm putting that into the universe, so... I feel like now that I said that, I'm definitely going to get sick this week. (laughs) But that's that on that. I hope you have a great week. If you are in New York or anywhere nearby, I hope you are staying warm. I hope everyone's been enjoying this beautiful fall weather. And I will see you, aka you will hear me, next week in the next episode. That will most likely be another Instagram-based question one. So if you don't already follow me, follow me on Instagram at Neda, N-E-D-A, underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. I'll admit I have not done a good job posting that much content, which is so annoying because I have so much saved in my drafts and so much on my phone to put out. But between work and stuff, it's just Instagram and posting has fallen down my scale of priorities. There's just so much else going on that I'm so excited for and that I've been working on. So Instagram took a step back. But that's fine because that's life, ebbs and flows, you know? Right now, Instagram's at a flow, not an ebb or the other way. (laughs) You get what I'm saying. But keep an eye out for the questions and we'll talk again soon. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Neda, N-E-D-A, underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. You can also shoot me an email at NedaVeda, N-E-D-A, V-A-E-D-A, at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, episode ideas, anything is welcome. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating. It means a lot. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next one. Have a great week.